Asian markets tumbling as U.S. investors seek stability in safe haven counters. Look, you know, I don't know where to actually start because there's been a whole host of uh, information that has been coming out of the U.S. that has created, unfortunately, a very bad force uh, that has hit the Asian markets uh, from, from actually yesterday uh, uh, as well. So what's been happening is that the sentiment is starting to, unfortunately, uh, fail and showing cracks in the uh, positiveness that Mr. Donald Trump had brought him back into the market. This after his failed attempts to try and change or to implement some of the uh, uh, policies that he's been trying to do in the U.S. But not only that, some of his economic policies have also been put to question. And so a lot of investors are very jittery to put money in something that they really don't know. So what that has created as well is the fact that we have seen a tumble in the price in the, in the dollar. And not only that, also optimism has failed uh, to be convincing in the U.S. And all that's happening is that money is now moving out of the equity or the risk, the riskier assets uh, back into the safe havens, the most, uh, your, your favorite ones, like, you know, the one that you like, that don't lose money. So what we see as well is that uh, within the Asian market, I don't know if you know this, but there was a failed attempt uh, apparently by North Korea to launch a missile uh, yesterday, and that also created a little bit of jittery. Uh, this guy, uh, this kid, hey. <laughs> Anyway, he's been, he's been absolutely no good, and so that's why the market's there a little bit somber as well. If you look at the benchmark Nikkei 225, uh, that was down by 2.01%, as the first time it's fallen this hard uh, since the, in the last nine months. If you look at the spill there, the topics as well, that slipped by 1.89%. We saw even the yen uh, trading, trading there. At, uh, uh, at, a, at a more aggressive pace. Remember, they don't like to see the, the yen being aggressive because obviously they want to take advantage of the export numbers. But across the Korean Straits, uh, for Kina, the Kospi as well, uh, down by 0.8%, and the Korean won also uh, trading a weaker yesterday uh, or early hours of this morning. The South Korean defense as well confirming that particular fact that uh, there was a missile attempt to, that it was attempted to be launched, and so the markets were very jittery about stability within South Korea. So some of these uh, motoring companies, such as your know, uh, Kia and uh, and Hyundai, uh, were the hit very hard yesterday, uh, rather early hours of this morning for Kina. The Australian market, the ASX 200, also shed 1.59%. And then uh, resources businesses, they're looking to diversify as a rebound in commodity prices provides opportunity uh, for them to restructure at this juncture. Yes, I can. it's been an interesting story to watch natural facts. This particular one, uh, starting in uh, South Africa, if you remember when we had uh, the mining in Daba in Cape Town earlier this year, um, we will remember that there was a number of companies that were talking about diversifying. And there's three reasons why mainly companies would want to diversify. Firstly, it would be to try and shed risk so that you don't have uh, over-reliance on one particular sector. Uh, two is because you want to restructure from above. For example, your management, perhaps maybe the way that you've been doing management and the way that you've been um, uh, trying to capture new markets. So if your guys currently are not doing it, sometimes people get fired uh, when companies try to diversify. And, um, and then the third reason is profits, which is obviously probably should have been number one. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, we stick to that for now. But Rio Tinto, Sakina, was one of the first companies that came out saying that it's talking to some banks about diversifying its portfolio, uh, not being heavily reliant on just uh, coal and iron, and they want to go into other commodities, maybe specialized commodities, as it were. But these commodities prices crash. If you saw the crash in 2015, you remember uh, the prices are falling very hard and still struggling in 2016. So they 
something that, you know, if they could diversify their portfolio and not focus on just these two metals, they could actually create a new platform for themselves to be able to get some more money. Now, these banks, why would they be interested? Simply because they obviously want to provide the loans uh, that will obviously be used to purchase uh, whatever new entities that will be required in terms of uh, whether it becomes a, uh, a merger and a, or an acquisition, but they are positioning themselves to participate in that. I can, I can confirm that one of those banks happens to be HSBC. So what does that mean? It means diversification for Rio Tinto will be diversification for a number of mines. There are other ones as well who are looking into this particular, uh, uh, these different sectors. And already we have a lot of diversified mines in South Africa or miners in South Africa who don't focus on one. And one of the ones that I think would be, one of the companies that I think will be considering uh, this particular venture would also be like the likes of London as well. Um, and we've seen it as well already with Anglo uh, Ashanti, who have a new sponsor, by the way, from India, Tycoon. You know, Tycoon, Tycoon. Yeah, Tycoon, I used to think that it's somebody who wears a jacket, even though it's hot. But apparently, no. <laughs>